Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys Podcast. Landon, it's been quite the 24 hours for Cowboy fans. How you holding up, buddy? Good. You know, processing it all and trying to do do, do some research and... Uh, I don't know about you, uh, but I have a uh, page of Chrome that has about I don't know forty five tabs open right yeah. now. I mean yep. it's so uh, yeah. I mean just a lot of that and just kind of try to figure out where some pieces might fit and uh, and, and what you know what does this all mean? Like wh- wh- where do we go from here? I mean what, what's what's this team going to look like with uh, Mike McCarthy as the head coach? Yeah, we <laughs> there's been a lot of news over the last basically what. 25, 26 hours. Yep. We'll, I'll recap it really quickly. The Cowboys officially let go of Jason Garrett. They hired Mike McCarthy. They hired Mike Nolan as their defensive coordinator. We're not sure on Kellen Moore. And the Giants asked permission to interview Jason Garrett for their head coaching job and then their offensive coordinator job. Um, yeah, it, it's it's been a busy time if you are a Cowboy fan. So let's let's jump right into it. The first thing I want to ask you, Landon. You've kind of, you know, you've had a day to think about the Mike McCarthy hiring. You've had some time to read up on him. Uh, there's been some really good pieces out there about McCarthy. How are you feeling a day after the hiring? You know, I'm, I'm still feeling good. I, I, I just, um, I feel like, you know, what I was hoping for was more of a big swing. You know, because my thought process is that, and, and I think I even we talked about this is that. You know, what's the point of kind of going in and, and bringing in someone that's basically going to be Garrett, you know? and, and Which and, we actually put out a couple names that we felt like would have been Garrett 2.0, right? Mike Zimmer was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of even felt, felt, we felt like Matt Rule from Baylor was kind of similar to Jason mm-hmm. Garrett that way, right? Uh, so it doesn't appear that the Cowboys went with a Jason Garrett 2.0, at least in my estimation. No, I'm not necessarily that. I, I, I guess it <laughs> You know, again, going back to my comment uh, when it first happened, it, it, again, it, it's more of a reload instead of a rebuild situation. And, and I think that, you know, part of that is going to be that there is going to be a lot, uh, you know, a, a portion of things that are going to be similar that they were last year. Uh, and I think that what we're trying to parse now is, you know, what's going to be different? If they keep killing more, what does that even actually mean for Kellen Moore? You know, I, I think mm, yeah, I, we talked about that yesterday's show, and that, that, I mean that's a that's a big thing we still have to figure out over the next couple of days. Well, I, you know, one thing that interests me, that, and again, like just kind of reading between the lines in, in the the report that talked about Kellen Moore, and basically, it sounds like at this point he's been offered the job that McCarthy does want to keep him, um, but he's also mulling over uh, kind of. Morphing into, and it does, and this is, I mean, there's a couple interesting things in that. It did make it sound like they are going to potentially be using maybe kind of more of a West Coast offense, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, is not surprising. I mean, that's definitely what McCarthy's steeped in. Uh, and that, you know, more would need to kind of meld his offense in, into that a little bit. But the other interesting thing that they mentioned was, um, 
he's mulling over between whether he's going to stay in Dallas or go to wa- uh, Washington to be the offensive coordinator uh, out there. Now, uh, to me... Washington Huskies, we should make Yeah, I'm sorry, yes, the Washington Huskies. 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 Yes, sorry. Yes. Um, the University of Washington. So, go back to college. So, you know... The reason I think that that's interesting is that you know there's obviously a huge level of prestige difference between those two schools. Now, granted, obviously he has some ties there with Chris Peterson and all that, um, but I have to also think that if the level of control he has as an offensive coordinator isn't also part of that, you know what I'm saying? Because also like what we talked about yesterday, I think that uh, you know it's going to be interesting to even know what the offensive coordinator position is going to be like in this regime with the Cowboys, because whether Mike McCarthy is going to want to call plays or not, I think it's going to be a big part of the effectiveness of whoever is being the offensive coordinator. So I think that that's something that may have been weighed into the conversation that he had had with Kellen Moore. And Kellen Moore may be you know, pondering a difference between, hey, I can go to Washington, learn from my old coach, and call plays, uh, versus be here, learn a new offense, and... Uh, kind of be a offense coordinator but potentially more in name only okay what do you what would you like to see happen here would you like to see Callum Moore stick around as the offensive coordinator and call plays or would you like to see you know maybe Mike McCarthy take over because that's the Cowboys hired McCarthy because he's really good at designing an offense and working with the quarterback if you're going to hire him don't you kind of give him the keys to the offense I'm struggling with it. I would love to keep Kellen around. But my hope it is, almost seems, as I say, it almost seems like if you hire McCarthy, you should let him control the offense. My hope is that they, what he convinces Kellen to do is come back, and that the two of them work together to kind of form a, a hybrid of the two. Because okay. I, I think that there are some things that um, seem to be part of the Kellen Moore playbook specifically. That really could translate well over, and I and I do think that there is value in keeping previous regime uh, position coaches because, and not even position coaches, but just coaches in general, uh, because of the uh, ability to kind of you know, well, I think it was Parcells or whoever said that you know, avoiding making the same mistake with players over again, you know, like yeah, knowing yeah. these guys and knowing you know their strengths and weaknesses a little bit better, so. I think that there's something. Look, besides the fact that Kellen Moore has only got has only had one year of this and has done so so crazily successful, um, I, I think that there's something to giving him another shot and not just you know taking the teeth out of him. I, I don't know what the answer is here. That's why it's fascinating to me because um, I, I think that you know the, the Kellen Moore deserves another chance to kind of be part of the installation and calling of an offense. But at the same time, you know, McCarthy kind of made it pretty clear that he wants that person to potentially have uh, that same job of the person calling the plays as the person installing the plays. So is he willing to come off of that and maybe share this job? Are they going to work together to to create an offense together? Uh, You know, it's, it's it's very interesting to see how this all fits together. Yeah, that, there's a lot of good information you just said there. Um, you know, really quickly, <clears throat> I think the goal for Kellen Moore is to eventually become a head coach, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the goal of any coach. They they want to be the the coach at the, the top level. Is Kellen Moore more likely to become a head coach, being the offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, or going to Washington and becoming an OC? I I don't know that answer. What do you think? 
I think that the thing that we need to consider is that he knows that answer better than we do because yeah, probably. because not only because also because he knows Chris Peterson. You know, there's a very real chance that he could go up there and or he knows Chris uh, Chris's plans for how much longer he wants to coach or how much longer he's going to stay there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chris so, Peterson's gone, but it's it's his next guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's the, yeah. It's the so uh, you know. Well, then yeah, that I keep forgetting that he's left. But, but yeah, so. I mean, even more of a reason that I, I feel like there's likely a chance that he either has inside information that that guy could be gone and they're looking for a future person or, right. you know, he thinks if there's a new regime there and they're moving forward, uh, then maybe it might be just a better chance to uh, for him to uh, stay in Dallas and kind of continue down this sure. path. But, I, but, I, but the thing that I really got out of that again was – is you know how much of that is is Kellen wanting the ability to have autonomy as the offensive coordinator potentially right, in Washington right. in University of Washington versus maybe not having it in Dallas. The the other really quick thing I would mention about this is the Cowboys signed McCarthy to a five year deal. I know yesterday we talked about how those years really don't matter too much because you can get out of that contract whenever you want. Um, you know, I, the Cowboys are looking at this as a long-term thing, and Mike McCarthy is going to be here for a while. Do they want to build an offense around Kellen Moore for one season, then all of a sudden see him go be an off- or you know be a head coach in college or in the NFL? I, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe that's why you're going to see McCarthy design a lot of the offense and call the plays. Uh, it's just something to keep in mind over the next couple of days. Um, let's take a really quick break, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit about the offense and some more about their defense. All right, really quickly, Landon, um, before we hit the break, you mentioned that you expect the Cowboys to run uh, some more West Coast offense under McCarthy. Uh, how do you think Dak Prescott is going to fare in a West Coast offense? Because uh, you need to have a lot of accuracy. It's a timing-based offense. Do you think he fits well into that system? Oh, actually, I, I really do. Um, because I think a lot of the things that, you know, what we have to do is – and, and this is the thing as an analyst for Mike McCarthy that we have to figure out is separating Mike McCarthy from Aaron Rodgers. Because yeah. there is definitely a line of what Aaron Rodgers likes to do and what Mike McCarthy likes to like to do. And this is obviously when you're going back and looking at Packers tape. And I think that you have to kind of parse that and figure out, like, look, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I'll give you a great example. Aaron Rodgers hates turning his back to the, the defense, so he's he hated play action. So that so that obviously affected the amount of play action that was being called by the Packers, specifically because he didn't like to turn his back. I, I think there's also something there too, like we talked about in the um, percentage of, of run versus pass plays. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think a lot of that could is, is about. As the, the the McCarthy regime moved on, Aaron Rodgers getting more and more control over what the actual play was when the ball got snapped. You know what I'm saying? Like he controlled, uh, he was changing plays, the line of scrimmage, uh, and so I, I think while while going through all that, I, I, what my point is is that I think that McCarthy wants to come in here and run zone offenses. I mean, he you heard him talk about Shanahan and how he loved mm-hmm. Shanahan's yep. aggressive. I think what McCarthy wants to do West Coast-wise is more of that Shanahan branch of West Coast offense where it's play-action pass, it's bootleg, it's things that Dak is good at already, you know? And, and I think that using more 
uh, and more kind of concepts off of that. Because if you look at what she, like someone like Shanahan does, uh, and someone that you know like uh, McCarthy has done at, at different points, is that they'll go out there with twenty personnel with a fullback. They'll design something where they do a play action bootleg, and then they'll sneak a player up the seam, and then a player across the field, and and uh, they'll put a linebacker in a pass conflict that they can't cover. You know, it's it's yeah. it, they find ways to create more and more variations off of that play action bootleg, and it keeps it fresh. I feel like the times that the Cowboys have struggled with this is that they they run that kind of same version of it over and over again, and it's it doesn't have any kind of of a constraint against it that, that, you know, once the defense recognizes that they blow it up. So where the creativity comes in here is making, you know, having one play, like a play-action bootleg or something like that, and then creating numerous variations of it that all kind of look the same, except, you know, oh, this time the fullback sits in, uh, sits in the middle of the field. Oh, this time the tight end comes across. You know, it just and, and making changes like that, which, you know, catch the defense off guard and create big plays. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what McCarthy's offense is looking to look like with Dallas. Um, I, I actually yesterday went back and watched uh, some of the Packer games from, I believe it was 2013. Yeah, 2013. It was the year that Aaron Rodgers got hurt and Matt Flynn started a bunch of games. Uh, and you can see what the offense is supposed to look like. I know it, it, you can at least separate it a little bit from Aaron Rodgers, right? You can see Matt Flynn getting the ball out of his hands quick. You can see... Uh, a more pre-snap motion than maybe what Aaron Rodgers liked. Um, so if you want to get a good idea of what Dallas's offense may look like, go to the 2013 season, 2017 season, because Aaron Rodgers missed uh, extensive time uh, in both those years. Um, moving to the defensive side of the ball, the Cowboys made it official yesterday. They hired Mike Nolan as their defensive coordinator. We mentioned him on the podcast yesterday, Landon. Uh, again, after a day of you know, kind of researching this and reading about it, how do you feel about the Mike Nolan hiring? You know, I, I, I've, I've always kind of been a fan of Mike Nolan. I think we talked about. It. I, I wanted him as the defense coordinator. I think uh, before Kiffin got hired, um, and you know, his career has not been skyrocketing since then. I mean, he's kind of been up, up and down. He's had, uh, uh, he's, he's been the linebackers coach for. Uh, uh, the Saints for the last few years, and and and, and mm-hmm. I, he's had a lot of success there. If you look at you know all the players that he's gotten in there and their, his ability to get them to play at such a high level, uh, you know it's Demario Davis playing like a like an All Pro, you know absolutely, and, and yeah, you get it's phenomenal. Antel, what's Antel, Antelone, That guy, the the big yeah, Alex Antelone. Yeah, like yep. I mean, you know, just I mean, they I, got they got Kiko Alonso to play yeah, well, who has been pretty awful. Yeah, I think that you know when you look at Mike Nolan, I mean, he is a guy who. Has had a lot of success as a defensive coordinator at different times. Has a ton of experience, um, you know, and is in some ways kind of a more, uh, you know, more open to hybridizing version of 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 Marinelli, where he's been around and had a lot of success in different places, uh, and, and and has a lot of experience in the NFL. Um, and is clearly just past the point of kind of trying to be a head coach, or at least he's certainly not at that point now. So I think he's a guy who could come in and mix it up, uh, really take, uh, really, uh, uh, you know, try a bunch of different things, uh, you know, isn't afraid to blitz, isn't afraid to give different looks. Uh, you know, he was one of the first guys he started hearing about hybridizing, uh, uh, 
uh, hybridizing the, uh, the the defenses and and calling unique blitzes and that sort of thing. So uh, I, what's really going to be fascinating is exactly what how the staff his staff comes together because um, he's had yeah. a, he's had yeah. a lot of really uh, good coaches underneath him at different times and he's worked with mm-hmm. a lot of different coaches. So it, it'll be interesting to see what kind of staff he gathers. Yeah, uh, going to talking about those staff guys. Um, you know, we saw a report yesterday from I believe it was Mike Fisher that said. Uh, even though Chris Richard's under contract from the Cowboys, it sounds like they're not interested in bringing him back, which you know, that tells you quite a story right there. You have this you know, young, hot defensive coordinator who people were interviewing last year for head coaching jobs, uh, and all of a sudden you don't even want him back. Um, you know, That's interesting. Uh, we'll see about Rod Marinelli, but uh, our friend John Oning keeps putting this out there. One of the guys that worked under Mike Nolan when he was with San Francisco is Jim Tom Sula, mm-hmm. who is you know thought of as one of the best defensive line coaches in the NFL. Uh, he was with the Redskins a couple years ago. I'm not sure if he's still there. Is that somebody that would be interesting to you as a you know a defensive line coach to pair with Mike Nolan? Yeah, I mean absolutely. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, is he is he still with Washington? I, I, I could. He I, was over the last two years. I'm not sure if he's still there. Or not. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely interested in having Jim Tomsula as my defensive line coach. I, I mean, just because he's got incredible experience. I mean, he's uh, he's coached a lot of really talented defensive lines, and, and I think he's taken a lot of, of these guys to their ne- uh, next level. Um, yeah, and I th- and that's kind of you know the sort of thing I was talking about is that he's. Uh, you know he's got a lot of experience, so he knows a lot of people in the league, and I think that uh, he's in a lot like Marinelli. He is going to be a draw, I think, for uh, for talented you know, yeah. coaches. So, uh, I, I, I yeah, I I like the Mike Nolan hire. I know he. I mean, I think he kind of is. He's not a household name, but I think he's a name that at least people sound familiar. I mean, his dad coached for the Cowboys way way back in the in the day. Um, so yeah, I think that I, I think that he is. Uh, a good hire. I think if he could find his, you know, clearly he's had some time on a, on a team that is a very forward thinking with the Saints, and and, and hopefully that's helped uh, his thinking as well. Uh, I'm excited to kind of see at least what it means. But I think the first first step is to see, you know, who he's filling out his his uh, assistant coaching ranks with, because I think especially on defense, it's super important. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what guys he uh, he brings in. He had a pretty good defensive staff with the 49ers. He had uh, Vance Joseph as his defensive back coach. Jim Tom Sula was the uh, defensive line coach. Um, you know, we'll we'll see. That's those are going to be some big hires. It's going to be important to get the right secondary coach in here. Um, you know, I, I'm excited about uh, Mike Nolan because one of the things that I remember, uh, I'm trying to think what year it was, but it was in the earlier earlier part of the decade. Uh, when he was with the Dolphins, man, those defenses were really flying yeah. around. It seems like he really prioritizes speed, uh, and that's something that I think will work here. And you watch the Saints this year. My gosh, those guys were just flying around the football. I mean, they have a talented defense, uh, but so does, so does Dallas. I, I can't imagine what Mike Nolan is going to do with uh, Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch and you know, some of those guys that they have on the defensive line. They should be uh, a lot of fun. We will continue to update all these stories. We'll talk about Kellen Moore when that information comes available. Uh, do just, just a ton of things coming out of, you know, Cowboys world right now. So make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Download us on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you guys later.